It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Breakfast on SEN. Gearing up towards the business end of the Australian Open and one man who is following it very, very closely is international tennis journalist joining us from Portugal this morning. Jose Morgado is his name. Jose, thanks for your time on SEN. And thank you for having me. We'll start with the uh, the men's side first, because I guess there's no real surprise, as you pointed out on your Twitter account, that the last time the top six men's seed all made the quarterfinals of a slam was in 2012 at the French. We've got that again here. So no significant upset so far. Yeah, the only the only top eight player that, that lost pretty early was Olga Rune. Um, that was a bit of an upset in the in the second round against a, a French wildcard, Arthur Cazot. But apart from that, all the all the biggest favorites for the title, they they are winning and they are really winning pretty comfortably because uh, Djokovic lost a couple of sets in the first two rounds and obviously Alcaraz lost lost a set as well in the second round. But but all of them are 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 playing well and I think they are getting better and better as the as the week progresses, also mm. Zverev, who survived to to fifth set tiebreaks, was maybe the the fifth contender to the to the to the title before the the top four. So so for now, all good and all ready for a great a great quarterfinals and a, a great second week of the Australian Open on the men's side. Jose, we were having a, a little bit of a debate here before whether Novak is great to watch or boring to watch because he just wins <laughs> so uh, he's prolific the way he wins and he's so methodical. How will he go down in history? I think he'll probably go down in history as the best player that ever played the game. But but I I guess that the opinions on if he's boring or if he's amazing or if he's fantastic, it will pretty much depend on on if you like him or not, or if you are a, um, a Djokovic fan or a Federer fan or a Nadal fan, because he's very efficient. His, his average level is very high, so most of the times he doesn't need to be spectacular to be to win matches after matches. So I can understand that for some people he is boring because he keeps winning and he keeps winning uh, against pretty much everybody, and he he, he, has, he has done a lot of winning in the last 15 years. So so it it can be boring for some fans that that uh, that the player is still beating everybody at 36 years old. But I think that he got some opposition uh, for this tournament. He's a 10 times champ, obviously the man to beat. But I think that, that we'll, he'll, he will be tested. Probably, maybe probably not against Taylor Fritz in the quarterfinals, but I think a possible match in the semifinals against Yannick Sinner will be very tough for the, for the world number one. Well, I love watching boring winners. <laughs> 
<laughs> where, where do you sit, Jose, on the on on that debate? As as a journalist, are you allowed to have an opinion on on your thoughts on Novak? Are you a big fan, or just a just respect what he's done? Yeah, I I I, I have to respect all the big three. My my favorite big three player was Roger Federer. So so now that he doesn't play, I I can pretty much say that freely. But obviously, he, he, he was my favorite in terms of game style. But but I, I have to I have to say that I'm I'm enjoying watching Djokovic more and more as the time goes by. I think that he that he is he's enjoying himself more on court now that he got all the records. And I I love the the story that he that he talked about about being friends with a tree in 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 Melbourne. So so. Yeah, I, I'm enjoying more and more watching Djokovic comp- compete in the way he competes. Because obviously he, he got a special temperament, and and I can understand why some people don't like him. But but yeah, you you really have to respect a player that that won 24 Grand Slams and and he's 36 years old, and you don't feel that he's that old. Mm. It's kind of crazy when you compare, for example, with with Rafa Nadal, who is one year older and and spent the last season entirely out or with Roger Federer where he, when he was 36 and everybody was talking about how good he was at that age but you don't really talk about Djokovic's age and I think that's amazing. Yeah, the way he presents physically is phenomenal. Uh, can you tell us Alex Demenor, the other night, you know, he, he took a couple of sets by tie break and he looked like the emotion was running high and Rublev eventually wore him down and just knocked him over completely in the final set. Number 11 in the world is not to be sneezed at. It's an awesome effort. But what needs to happen to his game? If you were his hardcore coach, from what you see, what added extras would you need to put into his game so he gets deep into the top 10 worldwide? I think he's getting better. He's getting better every season. Obviously, his week uh, at the United Cup was, was pretty massive, obviously beating... Uh, three top ten players beating Zverev and Djokovic. Uh, yep. Djokovic wasn't at one hundred percent, okay, but it's still Djokovic and it's still a great win. And he beat Zverev in the final, in the semifinals as well. And that was, I think, massive for him. But I, I need, I think that he needs a good, a very good uh, slam run, a good, very good slam result. And he had that chance uh, this week at least to reach the the quarterfinals. Obviously, we know that he he got a. A pretty terrible record against Sinner. So even if he if he beat um, uh, Rublev, he probably would have a tough time against Sinner. But I think he needs a, a great slam result to, to 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 go deep into the top ten. I think he's getting better. His serve is getting is getting stronger and he's getting better. Obviously, his foreign uh, improved a lot. I think he improved in the last couple of seasons on clay, where where he struggled uh, so much. So I think that. He needs a couple of details to to start beating those kind of players in yeah. the in the big events, but I think he's getting better. Obviously, he entered the top the top ten uh, uh, two weeks ago. He was the first first Australian in in 70 years, I believe, to to do it. So I think he's getting there. You guys just have to to have a bit more patience. Oh, we're Aussies. We don't have patience. We don't have, we don't have a lot. Uh, Jose, before we let you go, the, the, the ladies' side a little bit different. I think there's four unseeded players through to the quarterfinals. Who do you like? I mean, Coco Golf looks red hot. 
yeah, I, I think the 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 woman's draw is kind of is kind of crazy to be honest because because the only two two of the two of the the favorites survived uh, till the quarterfinals and and um, this this time actually uh, all the all the big all the big favorites on the women's side they arrived in in good form because. Iga Swiatek uh, won all her matches at, at the United Cup in singles. Elena Rybakina won a title in Brisbane in the first week of the season. Coco Golf won a title as well. Sabalenko was playing well, so I was expecting that th that the big players would make the the quarterfinals. They did on the bottom side of the draw with with still a possible semi-final between Sabalenko and Golf, but on the top half it was uh, it was crazy. At the moment, I believe the Chinese. Uh, talented young woman, Jen Kin Wen is the favorite to reach the final, but it's very wide open because mm. I can see pretty much all of them making the finals. Noskova, Yastremska, obviously, and Kalinskaya, but I think Zhen Kin Wen is the favorite to make the final on that side. And, and Sabalenka, yeah. if I had to pick a winner at the moment, I will go with Sabalenka winning back-to-back. -back. Good on you, mate. Loving your work and your coverage. Appreciate your time this morning. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. Quarterfinal action at the Australian Open gearing up Jose Morgado, our guest.